0: Hello, my name is Andrade Michelis and I beat the often path by creating a company that is trying to change the world, helping people, and also be economically successful. Because I really believe that the two things can go together, and they actually, when they are put together, they can have a way bigger impact in terms of economical value and impact in helping other people or the planet or whatever cause you are, you are chasing.
1: Welcome back to the Beat the Often Path Podcast. I'm your host, Ross Palmer. On this show, we showcase unusual success stories to help us think outside the box in our lives and careers. My guest today is Andrea De Michales, the founder of Elliot for Water, a mission-driven enterprise to give access to water to millions of people. So how does it work? Well, it's simple. Instead of setting your search engine to Google, set it to elliotforwater.com and search as you normally would. The ad revenue and search revenue is diverted to organizations providing drinking water and building solar and other renewable energy sources. Now, it sounds crazy, but in 2020, Elliot for Water hit the goal of donating one million liters of fresh water. And it's an approach to doing good that I personally had never considered. And that's why I know you'll be fascinated by the story of Andrea de Michelis. Well, that's exactly it. That is the theme of the show. Exactly. Can you do something good in the world while still making money for yourself? Can they go together? Are they at odds? These are the questions that we ask and we're trying to find great examples for. And I think your story qualifies. So can you summarize what it is that you've been up to? What is your mission?
0: So my company is called Elliot for Water. And and I created it because I wanted to give every person in the world access to safe water. But the way we are doing it is a little bit different. Instead of creating a charity, we, I set up a search engine like Google, which is called Elliot for Water. And the difference with Google is that 60% of our profit goes to financing clean water projects in developing countries, which means that every time someone searches the web, like for a new podcast to listen to, it, for a movie theater or, whatever, or a restaurant or whatever, when they click in one of the sponsor links, the part of the money that the search engine generates goes to to the water projects. And that for me was the first step because we started with the search engine and now we are working to create also an investment fund, an impact investment fund that will go and invest in other companies that are trying to do something similar, that are trying to give people access to water, that are trying to give people access to education and that are trying to to help the climate so that we can create this ecosystem of uh, of companies that are doing good where the search engine becomes almost a way for people to to start helping for free, to have something quick, to have to see how we can do water projects differently. And then with, a, with an investment fund, with an impact investment fund, you can most certainly uh, manage a, a different type of money that goes into into the different type of project and company. So you you combine the two things and you try to have as much impact as, as you can.
1: Amazing, I love it. So who who uses this search engine? Where did you come up with the idea for doing it this way? Who is the end user and how does that work?
0: The end user is anyone who wants to use it and wants to help it instead of using Google or instead of using Bing or even just one search a day, whatever they, they want to use. They can go on They Right now, we have the, the Chrome extension. They can download it with one click. And from there on, every time that they search, it goes directly to the to the search engine. And the idea initially was um, the, the, the top profits. I, I knew that I wanted to create a company. I knew that I wanted to create something on my own. But the more I thought about it and the more I realized that I didn't care about making money for the sake of making them. I I would have not made any difference in the world. So I said to myself, whatever you are going to do, I want it to be still helping people, still helping in 100 years from now when I will not be there anymore. And you know, when you have ideas, you start connecting dots and one thought after the other, I said, okay, why not? creating a Google for water because it's something that everyone does. It's free. It's easy to use. There were examples of successful search engines. No, not examples. There were one example. was Ecosia at the time, who was very successful. And what people don't know is that it might seem that you want to go and compete with Google, but the the reality is that the search engine market has billions of people. And if you reach one a small percentage of what Google does, you can help thousands and thousands of people every month without them even noticing that you're there. And for us in particular, since we with the search engine we will focus, we focus only on on the water projects, we have an opportunity in the Indian market because the India is facing huge water issues. Uh, the the government has just established a new ministry specifically to give Every person needs has access to water, but at the same time they are the second biggest internet market in the world. They have more than eight hundred million users, so you get a fraction of that it just you help them you give them something that they can use that everyone is using already at the same time you can realize project locally it just makes sense and it 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 opens up a door for us that that is that wasn't a, that wasn't open before, and it shows just that the opportunities there even without going and and doing 5 billion searches per day like Google does.
1: Yeah. So you had the idea that you could just redirect some of those advertising dollars to solving water. And just like I could choose to use Google or I could choose to use Bing or DuckDuckGo, I could choose to use your search engine instead, knowing that those ad dollars will go to charities for water or to organizations that are providing clean water.
0: Yeah, exactly,
1: that's the the, the whole idea. Super cool, so how does one get the idea for building a search engine? I mean, that's always used as an example of what somebody shouldn't do. Anytime you hear about starting a business, people say, you could create the next Google, but it's always an idea of like, don't even bother because they've been doing it for years and it's so hard. Why did you decide that this would be the way that you would approach making the world a better place?
0: Well, because I thought that it was an easy way well, easy is not the right word when you. But it would it would have been easy for people to help because it was if we managed to to target the right uh, audience, the right people, the one who are already trying to solve the the problem or they have a more uh, socially conscious uh, audience, and if we make the search engine good enough, then we could be able to help and. With me, I never had any issues in, in thinking too big or, in, or in, in stopping when something seems too big. and I had no idea on how to start a search and just like right now, until two weeks ago, I had no idea on how to start an investment fund. but it's just I know what I, I, I know what I want to do and step by step, you, you reach there, you start talking to people you start studying you start doing your things you 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 find it out as you go obviously i didn't have any any coding skill, and i still don't i mean i can html a couple of things but that's as far as i go so i just found people that would be happy to work with me and with them i figured out how to actually do the practical stuff i I knew the concept, I knew the, the type of organization that I needed to reach, I knew that I needed to go to Bing to get the search results, to mm-hmm. get the advertising, I knew all this kind of stuff. And then as you, as you go, you find out everything, everything else. But if you, if you don't start, you'll never find it out. And no one, not no one, but almost nobody knows everything that they will have to do when they are starting a project. They, they just they have an idea and, and then they put down a plan, they start. Taking yeah. like notes and seeing what they what they need to bring in, what they need to do, and
1: and so if uh, the the ad money comes from a company or an organization or anybody, they place an ad directly with you, and they get to the top of your search results.
0: They they place it with Bing. Okay. So the way it works is that uh, Bing is nowhere near close Google. So what they do is that they they sell. Their, their, they give their API and they give their advertising space to other search engines so they can create this conglomerate and, and give their publishers uh, a wider audience. So you have to go through a process if they like your project, if they like your search engine, if they like you, then you enter and you become a partner of Bing and they provide you with the search results and the, and the sponsor links. So what happens is that a company goes to Bing, tell them we want this amount of ads in in these countries for these keywords and then Bing just distributes it to Bing search engine, Elliot for Water, Ecosia and all the partners that they have. And this is good for a couple of reasons. First, you are using the Bing Power Engine, which is, even if it's not as big as Google, it's still very good. And for 98% of the searches, it's gonna make no difference from what you're looking for you are using their own search advertisers. And on the other side, if I start a search engine from now, is likely going to take me f- five years to At put least. the algorithm up. And even when I have it up, who's going to come and give me advertising money when they can go and put it on Google or Microsoft or Yahoo or, or whatever else? No, because it wouldn't make sense for them. So in this way, you just combine everything. It's just a perfect solution for us and, and everyone is happy.
1: So, so Bing knows. Have you communicated with anybody over there? Do they know what you're doing, or are you just using the API <laughs> yeah, like I hope anybody? Yeah, so if
0: they, yeah, no, they do, we do.
1: Okay, so and and they said, okay, we we're happy to help. They have yeah, they been supportive yeah, yeah, yeah. of your mission?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: That's fantastic because I noticed from your website you say you've generated uh, some millions of what liters is it? Of millions of liters of water have already been donated from this. How long have you been operating?
0: It's been a couple of years, but as every project, new project, especially of this kind, it's up and downs. So you yeah. work with some people, then you have to slow down, and then you go back up. And the 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 good thing about the the, the water project is that if you do them correctly, they will keep on putting out water every day for the next twenty years because. You, you're not planting a tree once you plant a tree, is there. But with water, you give people the opportunity to, to take water every day and, and for the rest of their life if you do it correctly.
1: So how have you chosen these organizations? How have you chosen who to partner with to actually bring the water? So who gets the actual money? How have you decided that?
0: Yeah, this is something that it's probably the most crucial part because the water project field, it's very tricky between 30 to 50 percent of all the water projects in the world of the charity water project they fail within the first five years because usually the, the the charities the way they work not all of them but most of them they go they make a well and then they leave and what happens is that the well either breaks or or there's no structure there's no there's there's no way for them to fix it or or there's just no value because you put something in the middle of, of more villages or a local war guy comes in with a, with his own army and start to sell in the water. So that's, that's the the charity that we work with right now is called Well Found. And we chose them because they are local, they are small, they work with the government and they work with the village constantly before, during and after the, the water project. So they go there, they teach people how to build things, they build it with them. And on top of that, they add them building uh gardens and for so that they can start doing agriculture. They teach them how to do different types of agriculture so that they can use water better and so they can create their, uh, growing their own food, selling what they don't use and all this kind of stuff. And moving forward, we will use also a different type of approach. As I was saying, most of the chai tea water project don't work as well as planned, because the real issue is not that people don't have access to water. The real issue is that 600 million people in the world don't have access to affordable options to pay water. So they, they would have, technically they would have the money to pay for water, but they don't have anyone that is, uh, that is able to give it to them at the fair price. So what happens is that either they keep on working six hours a day to go collect water, from a well-opened well open well is full of bacteria, or they paid 15 to 20 times more than what they should. And when they're paying 50 to, 10 to 20 times more than what they should, they have no money to, to do anything else. They have no money to take care of the family, to create their own business, to send mm-hmm. the kids to school and all these things. Mm-hmm. So the most sustainable way that there is right now to help with the water project is to put people in a position to buy water at the right price. So, for example, through microcredits, to through water kiosks, where you employ local people that sell water. And w- the way that this makes it sustainable is because right now there is a private company or a semi-private company who's working and who's making some money locally, which means that if the water stops, they stop making money. So they will make everything that they can to make sure that the water keeps on sustaining, that the water keeps on being pure, that the water keeps on reaching those people. And at the same time, you are putting a value to what you are giving people because now they are in the position to pay for their own water. They are paying for their own water and it changes the, the value that this water has. Even, even here, if you have something for free or if the, the public puts something that no one is paying, give it six months and it's going to just go rotten or whatever. It's just the way we operate as humans. I don't know why, but we, if we don't give something value, then it's no value. Well, if you put them to, in a position where, they, where it is value, where they are the one paying, and on top of that, you are not imposing anything. You are not telling them, this is your well, or this is your solution, this is what you have to do. No, you are helping them, help themselves as they want to be helped, mm. and it changes everything. And from there on, kids can go to school, women can go to work, then the education part kicks in, the future part kicks in, the environmental part kicks in because if a family right now all is considering is how do I find water? How do I find food? How do I survive until next week? They're never going to care about the environment because it's it's normal. Whereas if you put in a position to where they have the basic necessities, where they have the education, where they have a income that comes in every month, Now they can start thinking about, okay, now we have a future. Now I see that my kid in 10 years can be a doctor, can be a teacher, can be whatever they want to be. Let's see how we can make sure that this place in 10 years is suitable for him, suitable for her, suitable for my grandkids. So it it changes the the, the whole situation.
1: Yeah. Well, I love that you have some interesting assumptions and understandings of human behavior that are at the core of all of the stuff that you have done. So... The first is that you have recognized that people won't donate to charities unless they have a very easy way to do it, something that's not related, like searching. I just search and the money goes, I don't have to think about it. So that's one assumption that I think makes a lot of sense about human behavior. But the other about people don't value things that are free. So we have to charge some amount of money, but it just has to be a small enough amount that they can afford it and then they feel productive and they can afford the rest of their life. So it's interesting that these assumptions about human behavior have fueled your business. Have you always had those kinds of insights about how people operate or these <laughs> no, things that I you haven't. have developed as you've went along?
0: I had no idea initially. I, I had to, I found these things out as I worked and as I went inside of the uh, of the business and inside of the water field and the charities and the, and the investment parts and social aspects. It's just it's not information that are usually out there, even because a charity is never going to tell you, hey, give me 100 euros and chances are in five years, your 100 euros will be lost and wasted and whatever. So it's, it's not out in the public, which is why, for example, water.org, the, the the charity of Medemon is doing amazing jobs because they are they took this process, they are doing microfinancing there and their impact skyrocketed in a way that they couldn't, could not even imagine before. So yeah, no, I had no idea initially. And uh, it's something that you find out just when you are inside and when you start working in the, uh, in the field. Even because it's, it's counter instinctive is it's not something that you would think is logical at the True. beginning.
1: Yeah, you would think that free is better. Well, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: What is something that is logical? So let's rewind a little bit. Let's go back to your origin story. So you were in business school. You're on path to go yeah. to a Wall Street type of job. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. All I wanted to do was just just become a broker and make as much money as I could. <laughs> make as
1: much money as you possibly can. Well, obviously that's the right thing to do because you'd only an idiot would choose to do something other than make as much money as they possibly can. What What else is there than money? Why was money not enough for you?
0: Uh, that's a good question I, I I don't know how to put it into words correctly it's, I just felt that getting rich for the sake of getting rich was not enough because let's say yes you have one million dollar in the bank you might be happier, you might not be happier surely life might be easier from the center perspective but so what 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 have you done with that one million dollar, what have you changed in the world, who have you helped, what have you how how have you impacted the world is other than selling more stuff and, and selling more stocks and taking more commissions and, and, and things of that sort. It just it's good if you want to do that. I I I don't mind do become billionaire. Is it, it just wasn't for me. I wanted to do both things at the same time. I wanted to show that you can be, you can become rich and successful, and you can help at the same time. Sorry, because most of the time, at least where where I grew up in Italy, I don't know in the rest of the world, but if you say that you are getting rich, then you you are one hundred percent a shark. You, you you just think about money. You just think about your business. You are an asshole. Whereas if you say I'm going to help people, the first reaction used to be oh why don't you volunteer or oh, why don't you do it for free or oh, why don't you give all your your money? for example this is a stupid example but i um, i went back in my in my own town uh, a couple of years ago and i i met this guy who knew what i was doing and he said oh how much you're donating already, say 60% of profit goes, oh, why don't you give 100%, why don't you, ah, so you keep 40%, why, why don't you give your salary to, to why should I give all my salary away? And on top of that is just, you have to live well in order to keep on helping. If if I'm restricting myself, if I'm not taking a salary, if I'm living on the minimum salary possible, I can only, only help for so much longer. Because at some point or the other, I'm going to be tired, and I'm going to lose motivation, and I'm not going to want to do it anymore, just because I can't afford it anymore. Whereas if you put on, if you put in place a system where it gives back to you and it gives back to the world at the same time, the more you are, the more you make, the more you you are happy, the more you can provide for your friends, the the better life you can have. Then it's just it's just a circle where everyone is growing, where everyone is. Is helping whatever I mean is making more money because they are helping. To me, the way I see things now, the more you're helping, the more you should be paid, anyways, because you're doing something that is more helpful than just thinking about your commissions.
1: Completely agree. And why is it always that the people who do nothing themselves are the first ones to criticize somebody doing something not in the right way, somebody who hasn't oh. done anything their entire life? They say, hey, "How come you're not donating 100% of your profits?" Is that what are you doing, man? Are you doing anything at all?
0: I I I have no clue. I <laughs> have no clue why is that. I know that because people get the,
1: offended by these things. They get bothered they, by it, and I've never they, understood they, they, why. I,
0: the, I think they get bothered because it's, at some point you get bothered only if you're a little bit jealous or if you it makes are, them feel bad. Y- yeah, because maybe they want to do something or or. Oh, yeah, but I kind of stopped thinking about why they do that. And there was a podcast that I listened to, um, Kevin Hart was talking, and they were with Joe Rogan, they were talking about this thing, they were talking about comments of other people and, and stuff. And Kevin Hart said something that just stuck in my mind. He said, do you think that Michael Jordan, at the peak of his career, he would ever stop and lost?" 30 seconds of your life to leave a comment to me. So from that moment on, just I I can understand why some people do that because it might be frustration with their own life. It might be they are not happy with it. It is that because you, you just put out what you have inside. So if you are not happy inside, if you are not fulfilling inside, you're just going to try and and, and put it out to some other people because if you're not happy when everyone else has to be happy i guess it just doesn't make sense to me but apparently it does with with, with people and even now with instagram facebook and everything it's just a fashion thing to, to go and, and say bad stuff about true.
1: everywhere else. Yeah, full I of haters can, yeah that, that is absolutely true full of haters and To your other point, something inside you motivated you. You said, uh, I'm not motivated by money alone. I'm the same way. It's the premise of my entire show. I've never felt that that's enough. I've never felt that having a billion dollars but harming the planet would make me feel good. I've always felt that that would make me feel bad. And there's a lot of examples of that. The movie Citizen Kane, a lot of billionaires' lives, billionaires divorcing their wives, having terrible lawsuits, all of these things. We see examples of people who chose money and aren't happy all the time. And yet we still don't really embrace the idea that maybe there's something else and maybe we should consciously choose to embrace those values. Maybe we should choose something beyond just money as our North Star, but money is important. Money is important. Earning money and living is important because again, just like people don't value something if they don't have to pay for it, they don't value the water if they don't have to pay for it. Human beings don't value themselves if they're broke the whole time, so you do need to be yeah, somewhat true. successful.
0: <laughs> so okay, okay. Now, now that you mention it, uh, if there's someone out who's trying to create something new, a company, uh, or whatever they are trying to do, and that they are not making money right now, that that just doesn't say who you are. That's just a moment. That's, I guess, we a lot of us has been through that where you're not making so much money. Oh. And worst ever. And then as soon as I start making a little bit more and a little bit more, oh, maybe I wasn't that bad. Maybe it wasn't. Money is just I am who I am with or without the money. And money is just a tool. Money amplifies who you are. If you were an asshole before you are an asshole after. If you are a good person before you were a good you will be a good person after. It's just a tool. We we I think we, we, we all consider we tend to consider money as you said, we we, we we look for money, we seek for money, whereas what I'm trying to do right now is change the perfecting, per, perspective and try to think about money as a tool to get me to things that I want. A, and I would like to to reach a point where I can get the money to work for me and not I that I have to work for money because at the end of the day, is just something that we that this is there and when you die, it's not coming with you. So just... I don't think it's, I think it's important, but we have to think about it in a different way, probably.
1: I agree. And I think it's one of those things that a lot of people, they might think that they agree with it. They might feel that they agree with everything you've said, everything we've said on this show, but very few people live it or make a step in their own life. There's an obvious template out there. And if you look at the Instagram or the social media accounts, who has the biggest accounts? The the Kardashians, the people who have zero thought to anything environmental or global, the people who say, hey, here's my new cheap plastic beauty kit, which is horrible for the environment, buy it for $19.99, I'm a billionaire, and nobody cares how, nobody cares why. So when we say things like, hey, maybe we should care, everybody can go, okay, sure, but people... So rarely choose those values when they're building a company or building their life.
0: If we really want to help, we need to give something extra, which is the whole point of creating an investment fund where you can go and invest in companies that are that are helping the planet, that are helping water, that are helping people, while giving investors a return on their money, while letting them know that if you invest twenty thousand dollars, whatever five hundred thousand dollars right now. You are not giving $500,000 to a charity, you are giving them to an investment fund that is giving you back 3%, 4%, 5%, 20%, and helping the planet. That is, to me right now, that is the only, one of the few ways that we can actually help you. you as you said, a lot of people don't care, so we need to give them something back. And proposing something that gives them a reason to care, that is a key to, to, to
1: the solution for me. I completely agree. And we have to work within these financial structures. And I think a lot of it is, it's a problem that we're trying to solve. And if you're smart, you should be trying to solve this problem. Because historically you look back 70 years, 80 years, 100 years, there was a big question of communism or capitalism. What's gonna work better? How do people work? And then some people thought we should live on communes. We should get rid of the idea of money. Some people still think, and partly I do too, that money in this capitalistic society, it breeds greed and waste and destruction creating tons of plastic waste, all of this garbage is part of that capitalist machine. And you could say that we asked the question seriously of communism or capitalism, and you could say that the result of that discussion was people don't tend to want to work very hard in a communist society when in in theory it works, but the reality is it just doesn't very much, doesn't really work with people's motivation. So we say, okay, let's say that capitalism is the best that we have for now. Let's say that people want to do something that they will better themselves. The next question we have to ask is, is it possible to work within that system and fix some of the problems that we're dealing with, like garbage, like pollution, like water shortages, like climate change, like natural disasters? Is it possible to rethink how we work with these systems so that we don't incentivize companies to just make a billion plastic straws, for example, that are just gonna end up in the oceans, because now there's no incentive not to do that for any company, let's just burn it all down. So we have to ask the question of, is it possible? And if it is possible, what does it look like? And that starts with people like you. It's, it
0: it feels like, it's just like Matrix, like the movie.
1: Yeah, I love that When
0: Neo goes inside the Matrix and they show them the program, Morpheus tells him, this is a program, there are some rules. Some rules can be bent, some rules can be broken. As long as you know the rules, you know how to play within them. So we know the rules of capitalism. We have some, some tools. The only thing that we have to do is to find a way to work within the system so that we can make it better, so that we can take advantage of that and go at the planet and go help other people. So if tomorrow a company comes up with an idea that is going to make Plastic obsolete, and it's going to be way cheaper for companies to use. Do you think that the the plastic company will not jump on that immediately? They realistically, they will, I would because hope so. for them it's, it's not about the environment. They will say go Non-profits. and advertising greenwash, and say yeah, blah blah blah, blah plastic the, the... and yeah. It's going to be about the money. So if 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 right now that's the factor, let's just find a way that we can use them to turn their attention around and to. To, to, to use that, that same grade in a way to, to make something good because it's there anyway. So let's try to, to, to take part of that and and, and reshift it to, to something positive. And the, it's not necessary that every company does that, but if we can find a few of them that are motivated by, 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 by the mission, by, by, the, by the purpose, by everything, then on the other side, we can try the way we can try to find a way to bring them more money, to, to bring them more support, to bring and more so that the shift can happen little by little. I I think that people will be happy to, to help and to support if it was easy enough, if it was accessible enough, if it was because as of right now, not most of the times, you, environmental choices or things of that sort they require a little bit of change. So yeah. if you are in this mood, I'm. I, after three days, you're not noticing anymore the the change that you did. It's just something stupid as as opening a, a different garbage can to put the plastic instead of the, everything together. But it's that first step that might stop a lot of people. So if find ways, if we find ways to make things easier, I believe if we find ways to 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 show others that they can still make money while helping or while they can create profit with companies that are helping the climate and everything then we can possibly be be, be doing an impact and in any case it's better trying than that, that just not so let's let's do as best as we can
1: i completely agree because the alternative is just to quit just to give up <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and hope
0: the Max bring us to Mars. So I mean, I like this plan.
1: Many smart people have done that. Many smart people have said and are currently saying it's hopeless. We're screwed. We had a good chance. We, it's over for humans. We had a good run. It's like Rome. It's it's done. But well,
0: uh, well, I don't know. But, I mean, only because they didn't make it that doesn't mean that someone else in the future can make it or or and yeah, I mean. I'm not going to stop because someone else in the past said no you can make it because somebody else so, so I'm just going to keep on rolling and see.
1: Right and and I th- I think we're now crossing that line a few generations ago or even the last generation you might know the comedian George Carlin he basically gave up he said it was hopeless this was you know a few decades ago several notable people said that. Um, and he said that we don't need to be worried about the planet. We just need to be worried about ourselves. The planet will be fine. It's humans who have a problem. And I agree with that. But we have the problem now. There's plastic, on. there's garbage, there's shortages of water. So we have to do something to help alleviate these things. Otherwise, we're not going to want to live in this world. So, And you don't solve a problem by accident. Nobody's going to accidentally fix these problems. You have to try.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And the more you help people, the more you help the planet. Because that's something again that is not logical. But right now we are overpopulating the planet. We are overusing things. We are we are overdoing anything. But the the, the data shows that the better a family, the richer someone is, the better is living. The 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 more the population decreases, the more the 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 the, 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 the environment gets because as we said before, they think more about the future and they, and this is going to sound bad, but it's the truth. For example, in developing countries where families have six, seven, eight children, they do that because unfortunately, a lot of time these kids die at very early age because of health reason, because of the, the environment the situation where they are, because of the situation. So by, 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 Making sure that people get as rich as possibly, as fast as possible, you put them into a position to take care to not to have to have seven kids anymore, just because they are afraid, because they need help, because because that's the truth. Sometimes they need help, things so they have more kids that they can help them work, and because of the situation that it is. So it's all, we are, we we, we tend to think environment and and people separate, but we are one same thing. We are one with the nature, we are one with the animal, we are one with the universe, we are one with each other. It's just, it's, it's, we are all connected, like as Pocahontas said, with, with one another, and the, the more we hurt one, we are, we are just sorting ourselves, we are not sorting the plant. The more plastic we put out, hey, we don't care, it's going to be the the water, but, but it's not the water, it's you in five years, it's you in 10 years, it's your kid in 15, so it's, it's all one, we are one.
1: I completely agree. I mean, that's literally the thesis of everything I've been talking about. I think that is the point is trying to get anybody out there to realize that we are one, that it's all connected, that things that we think are different are actually related. The guy I talked to yesterday who will air a week before this, he was saying that one of the main reasons that California has such a water shortage right now is because 25% of all of the produce, fruits and vegetables produced for the united states comes from california so as much as the rest of the u.s hates on california we produce a lot of the food for the rest of the country and avocados yeah also avocado (laughs) that's right amazing (laughs) avocados here and when people in detroit throw away half of their food because in the united states 50 percent of all produce gets wasted and thrown away so food waste over here causes a water shortage over there. But how often do we live like any of these things are connected? Water in India might benefit you here, but we just we refuse to acknowledge that these things are connected. We just don't want to see that if I buy more cheap plastic crap, that directly increases the pollution in places like China or places like India or Pakistan where these things are manufactured. We refuse to see that there are connections between these things that at first don't seem to be connected. Not obviously, anyways.
0: Yeah, yeah, but, and the sky is the same for everyone. So whatever is polluting, one side is good <laughs> to come back on the other. anyways. So.
1: Yes, but I don't see it, so it's not happening.
0: Yeah, that's... <clears throat> that's also part of our job, I guess. If we decide to take this path if we decide to make certain decisions then we also have to take on the responsibility to try and show as many people as possible this and and make them at least educate more people about the actual situation because maybe a lot of them is not even uh, malicious it's just that they don't know like my grandmother doesn't know anything about this kind of stuff she keeps on taking the garbage and throw it in the river for as much times as i tell her not to do it she just mm-hmm. throw it in, in in the river in front of her oh it's just it's just what, what's that paper is going to yeah, but anyway.
1: yeah i think you're right i think that for the vast majority of people it is just a lack of knowledge for many many people there is this small subset of people that are genuinely evil and they're trying to convince people to do the wrong thing. There's a it's, tiny percentage of very powerful, very evil people. But I think that for, for most people, they're not aware and they haven't yet felt that difference. It's like, you know, wow. would you do anything to give water to somebody in India? Most people will say, no, I'm not going to do that. But if they were in India and somebody came up and asked them for water who needed it, they probably would. Because then they're seeing it. Then they're they're making that connection. Exactly. Yeah. I'm sorry. No problem.
0: Something happened in the back. I apologize. No problem. Okay. So yeah, no, and and I think it's also come from the since when we are kids as well, because we are always taught like culture that we are each one of us is is alone with himself. Whereas if we like you need to to, to, to get rich and not think about the others. If you do an homework, you have to do it by yourself. If you do something you have to be by yourself. And all this might, might also play a factor in the fact that we we don't consider everything else as part of us, but we just consider we, we are singular beings and we only have to think about ourselves and when we think about others then we have to give up ourselves whereas if we started from the beginning to show the, the, the difference to show that it is all one thing and the more my friend is making good the more i am making good the more i help him the more he helps me the more. then obviously you have exceptions everywhere but but it might be a role that it might be something that plays into the into into the big factor
1: Yep, i completely agree and now uh, after doing this for a few years how many people are searching i read a statistic that hundreds of thousands of searches were conducted on your website i think it was a few years old how many people are searching on your platform today so monthly?
0: right now we are a few thousands per uh, per, uh, uh well, more than a few thousand per month okay which is uh, it's it's getting getting started but it's uh, it's a start
1: sure And couple of 10, do you have any idea of the uh, water impact that you've already been able to generate i mean you, other than leaders uh, any other stats or figures of positive impact that you can share
0: yeah so the the project that we did in we did it in so that has impact around 500 people and from from that they have the the water system with the, with the that is pulling out water, and then it connected to the to the water to the garden. So we now know that the 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 charity that works with us has also created a school in the village. So the village where we worked, we 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 had then get the education part, the the agricultural part, because then the charity make sure that they get the right knowledge to to do that. It's a very big garden. So they they are having every small house in the village. They have access now to to their own water. And on top of that, all the the food that they produce, they are not consuming it all. So the the part of that food is, is sold to other villages. And at the same time, the women started working because they didn't have to take care of the water part anymore because before it was working miles and miles every day to get water, now they have the time to, to do something else, who's starting their textile business or who's, who's working in the agricultural field. And we saw the picture of where they were taking water before. It's literally a hole in the ground of the worst quality that you can possibly imagine. So th- that has made out of reference for, for, the, for the
1: area. Amazing. And how does it feel knowing that you brought that change into the world?
0: <laughs> yeah, it feels good. <laughs> yeah, I, I, think, yeah, I, I cried when they sent me the video back of the, of the people with. I think it's just why, why we started. It's why we are doing all of this. It's to, to, to help people to make the change.
1: Do you think you would have cried if you had a bigger house instead? If I had a what? A, a bigger house instead of helping some people? <laughs>
0: Only if I couldn't pay the rent at the end of the month. Maybe <laughs> that's
1: a great answer. Yes, I mean, I think you know where I am going with this. Yeah, it's um. Uh,
0: yeah, no, I. I you have, I you might. have done that. No, actually, to about, be
1: honest, I. have done that.
0: I might get emotional if I get when I get the big house through this work. Through that's when it. I can get emotional.
1: Yeah, that would yeah. be a true ten out of ten. That's winning at life, right there. And you have thousands of stories like that. So again, I think one of the coolest things, you made a decision, you recognized that you were on a bad path. You were pretty young when you made that decision. Some people get to be 30, 40, 50 years old before they realize that they were off to a bad start. You realized pretty young, you said, I've got to do something more. I want to focus on something more. And you've done this. And now you've been able to have some impact in your own small way. To people who are just getting started, what are some of the challenges that you faced? What are some of the things, pieces of advice that you would have to somebody who does feel that money isn't enough to be the only factor in pursuing a career?
0: Uh, I think they should just follow whatever they, 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 they feel inside. You know, if you're pursuing something for the money or if you're pursuing something because it what is what you want to do, then obviously not everyone is in the same position and not everyone has the same story. But. L- I simply listen to to what I had inside. I listen to I always listen to my gut, to my instinct, to what my soul was telling me. So the same thing. If you if you have this feeling that you're just taking something for the for the money, whereas you would like to be doing something completely different that the, the simple top of doing that makes you happier, then try and do that and and see where it brings you and. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. You do something else mm, afterwards, but at least you can you can give it a try. It's going to take time, it's, it's hard. It's going to probably... I, I did tons of jobs at the same time. I was working as a barman until two I a.m. and then going back And at eight I a.m. I was up trying to work on, on the search engine. So it, it, it's not easy, it's not fast. It's long, it's difficult, but as long as you you know what you want to do and you are committed to that, you have a purpose, then eventually,
1: Eventually you'll do something. Is there something that you believe that nobody else believes? Is there something you believe that's really weird or different?
0: I don't think so. May- yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah, probably I might be in the, the, the smaller percentage of believer in the universe and the things that happen to you happen for a reason. And and if something is not working now, maybe it's because now is not the time, and you need to work on something for yourself, so that you can have it when it's time. Just because you take a no, and like if you look, if I now look back to all my life, everything that happened, that seemed bad, ended up being good, for one reason or the other. So um, that helps, even though when, when things get bad, things get bad for everyone. But it helps you keep motivating and and. And everything else, I just believe okay, something that I believe that not most people do is again, your instinct and what your insight is telling you. I always listened to the feelings that I had, even if it didn't make sense, even if I didn't know why. I always did. And when the few times that I didn't, you could see very fast why I should have not done that thing or why I should have not followed that path. It's just something, and the more you do that, and the more you, the louder you hear it, and the, 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 it's just you don't question it anymore. So when if you tell me how do you take decisions, I don't know. I just feel them. <laughs> it's just inside. So sometimes it doesn't make sense. I just have to tell people trust me on this.
1: And do you think that you can uh, you can enhance that through practice? Can you enhance your intuitiveness through? Yes. Yes. Listening 100%. more.
0: The more the more you do it, the more you it is It gets.
1: Do you think that the problem with a lot of people who are unfulfilled is that they just don't listen to that voice?
0: Yeah. Yeah, even So for example, there was a time I was living in Milan and I had this this I was already in this journey where I wanted to go inside and be present and be me and 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 do something meaningful whereas I had a, the feeling that everyone not everyone, but most of the people outside, they were leaving to reach the weekend to go to a club and drink and get drunk and take drugs and be somewhere else. And everything that they were doing was to not be there. Whereas I want to be here. I want to learn how to be inside. I want, because that's where everything is happening. It's not outside, it's inside. So I want to, to learn that. And seeing the people that they lived for the Saturday night, they lived for getting drunk, just made me realize that. They are trying to get outside of their head for order, their soul or their body for whatever reason. I if, if you are trying to do that, there must be something wrong inside if you don't want to listen to that. Or if it's, if it's so annoying that you need to go out and get wasted to, to feel better. You see what I want to say?
1: I do, and I completely agree. I think so many people spend so much of their life Forcing down that voice. (laughs) Yeah. And whether that is through escapism, through drugs, through drinking, through anything, so many people spend such a large percentage of their life forcing it down. Or even taking their focus off by doing other things that are seemingly harmless, like watching sports all day or uh, playing video games way too much. You know, and, and these things have a time and the place, but when people are using them as a distraction or as a means not to get at what they really want, that's when it becomes a problem. And anything in life can become excessive if somebody lets it be. It doesn't have to be. Anything can be fine and anything can be excessive. It depends on why. But I think it there there's no doubt that there's tons of people who are forcing down their intuition every single day, who they know that they're doing something wrong, but they don't want to acknowledge that because to acknowledge that would mean they would have to change. And they think (laughs) that change would be bad. But the truth is that change will lead to a process of feeling good. And then one day they say, I helped the whole village in Guinea-Bissau get water and education and all of that. That's pretty cool. It's not all bad. (laughs) It's not just you could have had a Lamborghini and now you're here. There's well, some good stuff. Get You'll get a Lamborghini eventually. <laughs> That's right. You said step-by-step, step, which is something I hear from MotoGP. Are you a MotoGP fan? Valentino Rossi, all of the... Yeah,
0: I was. Yeah. They always
1: say step-by-step, step, don't they, in every interview?
0: I never... I didn't know that. I didn't, yes, they say I didn't it. Because I always... I always watch them in italian so
1: i oh okay in english they do an interview and it's always step by step you know we push we push we get there step by step every single time so that's that's a very bad stereotype i'm a quarter italian it's okay um my grandma was italian but i love it uh but yeah I, i i completely support what you're doing i wish more people thought what you thought i wish more people felt what you feel. I completely agree about the universe stuff, about the connection. That's just a message that we're trying to get across. And I think it is our job to try to help more people see it that way and see the positives. Uh, Since we are approaching the end of our hour here, I do want to ask, is there any final bits of advice or thoughts or things that you'd like to share on this path, having taken a different journey? Are you excited about the future? Anything that you want to share at all?
0: Yeah, I'm definitely excited about the future, even because with the addition of the investment fund, we believe that we can increase the, the, the impact 10 times more than what we could with only the, the search engine. And even because with the with the, with the investment fund, we want to open it not just to access to water, but also to education and, and climate. And as we said before, what is so is connected. So what the first step then goes to education, it goes to climate and all this kind of circle, anything. So definitely stay connected with us. Follow us on LinkedIn, Instagram or Twitter, wherever you want to be and uh, stay in touch with that. And any advice really is just, as we said before, try to follow what you, what you already know inside and see where it, where it brings you.
1: Yep. That sounds good and the first step that somebody can take is to replace bing.com with what url yes
0: go to ElliotForWater.com, and then in the home page you will have the the extension link the bottom you just click it on chrome and then it does it automatically
1: and the final final question why elliot
0: yes because it was from a sort of homage to helios is it was a uh, the ancient uh, greek god of uh, sun and it represented, uh, Life and energy and, and and power and and we want. I wanted to do the same the project to represent the same thing because water is life and Elliot is life and we we wanted to. I wanted to create a name, a name that represented life as a whole. And the the, the funny thing is that the, my first logo, which I'm trying to bring back in a sort of way, had this had very something very similar to yours, where you have the circle with the point inside. Yeah. we had the same thing Eliot the O was that exact same symbol because in alchemy that was the symbol of sun and life so it was also the symbol of Helios the the, the god so we welcome that together I'm trying to find a way to to put it back in the logo right now and, amazing. and everything
1: amazing I love that <laughs> see great minds think alike well <laughs> the, yeah. I thank you very much Andrea for taking the time I really support what you're doing I think it's super cool Again, I wish more people thought like you thought. And for people listening, that's elliotforwater.com. E-L-L-I-O-T for com. Yes. And uh, with that, the official podcast recording is over, my right, friend. My friend.